0: Welcome back. I'm Rabbi Joseph Potasnik.
1: And I'm Reverend A.R. Bernard.
0: Reverend Bernard, we are most honored that we have with us today John Katsimatidis, known to us as the boss. Not Bruce Springsteen, John Katsimatidis. And Rita Cosby, who is so uh, really loved by so many people who listen to her on the air. And she and I have often discussed her father, uh, his service to our country. And as a child of survivors, I greatly appreciate uh, all that he did for us. Let's talk about an article uh, that appeared in the paper. That is, it's troubling and something the Rev and I talk about all the time. We're seeing diminishing returns in religion. In religion, in other areas too. Catholics but
2: are down thirty-nine uh, percent. Jews are down was it twenty-five percent? Uh, Episcopalians yeah. are down substantially.
0: See, John, I can, I can live with the fact that people maybe are switching religions. They're looking for more meaning elsewhere. At least their religion is a prioritized item. But people who are dropping out, um, that is very troubling. What is it that is going on that is inspiring people to say, this is not for me anymore, and they don't go anywhere else? We call them the nuns. So, Rev, let's let let's begin with you. What do you think? Well, you know, I, I think it depends on where you look
1: in the established mainstream religious uh, context, they're finding that it's diminishing. But in independent, non-denominational uh, congregations that are, tend to be Protestant in the country, many of them are, are flourishing. I think what's changing is traditional religious practice is being rejected for a new type of spirituality. You know, we've we've had uh, aspects of our society uh, and perspectives change so rapidly over the last 20 years. So traditional definition of faith uh, is is, is about all the things that we've known and our parents have taught us, a set of values, a a style of devotion, religious teaching, rituals, etc. But now uh, faith has expanded beyond just religious tradition. It's now about exploring spirituality, meditation, uh, connectedness with the rest of the world. Uh, so it's, it's an attempt to redefine faith as
0: we've known it for thousands of years. But why are they going to certain traditions? For example, uh, I have friends who are in the Orthodox uh, denominational world, uh, friends who are evangelical. Uh, there's growth there. What is it there? I mean, the faith is demanding. Uh, it's obligatory. Why are they going there and not to other places?
1: But I think it's how they're experiencing their faith. People want to experience their faith differently. People want, especially this generation, You're talking about the millennials, you're talking about Gen Z and the alpha generation that's emerging. Uh, they, they want their faith, number one, to be, to be practical. How does it work on a day-to-day basis, not just in, in, in ritual But in practice, uh, to raise my children, have a better marriage, uh, you know, just the practicalities of life. Also, they want their faith to be socially applicable. How does my faith help me make sense of the world around me, politically, socially, morally, uh, spiritually, even economically? They're asking these questions. So they, they, they are drawn to an environment and a homily that speaks to these yeah, realities yeah. that they want, that, you know, that, that, that I, they're having.
0: Do you remember the movie The Graduate? Yes. And there was that famous line, you want to be a success in this world? Plastics. And I think people resent plastic people in the world of religion. They want authenticity. They want to hear from people who they consider to be genuine, where there is a nexus between what people say and what people do. And I think... Many times they've been disappointed. They've seen people who say one thing and do another.
2: Well, the, the thing that uh, uh, Pastor Bernard said to us uh, before, spirituality. Mm. I think part of our brain, part of our what, what, we're, what we're composed of is the human being needs a little spirituality. And I think it's built into our system. It's like I've made public statements on this artificial intelligence. Pardon my language. It's a lot of crap. There's no, the artificial intelligence is not real. It cannot substitute for the human mind. The artificial intelligence that they're trying to sell you on is only uh, what, you know, the old expression was crap in versus crap out. And in, in, it's up to the programmers and the way they program and the way they use their algorithms. But that's, that, it, there is no substitute for the, our creator that created us in, in the human mind and the human uh, intelligence and the human spirituality that mm-hmm. we desire and need. Well. So whether you, you, whether you go to a synagogue or whether you go to a church or whether you go to w- w- another religious institution, there's part of the human body that
0: needs it. We had a nun on the program who was 103 years old, wrote a book, What I Learned My First Hundred Years. Wow. And we asked her, what's the recipe for longevity? And she said, I am very devout deeply connected to my faith, I wake up every day with a sense of purpose. And studies have shown that when you are connected to your faith, you live longer, you live more meaningfully. Otherwise you live in an isolated fashion. Uh, so I, I think we have to continue to work on getting those people who say, it's not for me, yes it is for you, but maybe present it in a different fashion.
1: You know, I, I think Rabbi, we have to help them understand. Something that John just said, it's so important. We are spiritual by nature we have certain faculties like reason, creativity, speech, self-awareness, self-determination, you know, self transcendence self-reflection. It goes on and on and on. But these things must be developed. And what religion, organized religion, is, which is what is being rejected, organized religion helps to codify that spirituality into an organized system of thought, a ritual and practice. How else do we pass it on from one generation to another? How else do we understand the boundaries within which we should experience spirituality. We have to have spiritual in practice. So it's a rejection of the traditional church for a new experience of spirituality, and we live in a novelty-obsessed society. So we're hungry and wanting the new. How do we take an old need, an old reality of, of, of how we are created uh, by God, and how do we experience that in something new?
3: And I think also, uh, Reverend, too, that it's also, to John's point, sort of uh, that connection. And, And I'll just sort of talk, as you so beautifully said, Rabbi, about my dad. I think about my father, what got him through. As you know, my father was a prisoner of war. My father, what got him through the tough times was faith. And I think in a practical term now, it's a very difficult time in the world complex. I hope that we turn closer to faith because we really need that basis. We need the family. We know the values that keep us and sustain us, I think, at a higher level. And in my father's case, he learned it from his mother. His, they were being bombed every day in Warsaw, Poland. And yet his mother literally kept an altar in the basement of their apartment every day. It got bombed out, that apartment. Then they moved to another one. And people don't realize if the Germans had found that, they would have killed the family Mm -hmm. because you were not allowed to practice faith. But she said we must, of all times, in our darkest moments, keep the faith.
0: You know, faith doesn't always provide the answers, but it gives you the strength to deal with the questions.
3: Absolutely. right? You
0: lose a lover, and you say, why did God do this? And you don't have an answer to that, but at least— with faith, to say there's a higher purpose. I can get right. through this. I can this. get through this. The heavens are higher than the earth, uh, and you do it. But I also think we want to live with community. When you talk to young people, one thing they do, they like to volunteer for various humanitarian programs. That
3: they help connection. Comu-
0: connection to community. Community, spirituality, I think it all comes
2: together. You want to be a member of the community. You want to believe that there's going to be a better tomorrow and somebody has created us so why so overall religion what happens why is the Catholic Church down
0: 39% you know uh, it, it's it's hard to say what where, where are they going the 39% are leaving the church completely or are they going to another faith we don't
1: uh, know uh, that's the thing rabbi what you're saying there. I don't think they're leaving religion. I think they're trying to find a new way to experience mm. spirituality. I think that religious institutions that have been around for so long are now being challenged, and it's nothing new. I challenged it, you know, back in the 60s when I was, when I, when I was growing up, a young teenager, and, and we were saying, okay, if they've been running the way they have for so many years, why do we still have all of these problems? Why do we still have all of these challenges if religion uh, does what it says it it, it 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 does, and that is to give us new life, to bring uh, peace, to to bring us together
0: in, you know, in in community and cohesion. You know, when someone says I'm spiritual, and you say, well, what does that mean? Well, it means that I have to love my neighbor. It means that I have to feed the poor. I have to be concerned about the vulnerable. I say, well, wait a minute, isn't that religion? You know, isn't that rooted in religion? I remember it's when, religion. I remember when people would come to me with wedding ceremonies we design, and they pick all these quotations. Gibran,
3: See, I, I think people don't like the structure. I think right, I that, think there's a lot of young people rebelling, and part again, of it is also, look at, they're going to zooms. Yeah, they don't yeah. necessarily want to do. A lot of it is just sort of that, that fighting the system, yeah. but we can't lose the higher purpose yeah. to John. No, my,
2: my only objection to uh, my, my religion, who I, who I, uh, I practice uh, uh, Greek Orthodox, is it's the average uh, is two or three hours. Where I think that uh, I am willing to do an hour, but two or three hours. That's something we have
0: to re-examine also. It's not for everyone. Long services are not. Some people love them. Some people don't. And there's got to be
2: options. And, 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 And the fact that also I speak English, my children speak English. They don't want to go listen to two hours yeah, of Greek yeah. or Latin. Rev,
3: Rev yeah. you want By to the way, I, I went with John like a to a service. Now. It was
0: all Greek to you. Well, yeah. I went to it. I was like,
3: John, how long was that service we went to in, in Cuba, remember? Oh, it was forever. It was like five, yeah. six hours in Greek. I said, John, can you translate one word, please? Yeah. Rev, but
1: John, John is speaking like a millennial right now. They don't want to spend three hours in right. church. They want it to be an hour. And think about this, guys. There are so many platforms that young people can access spiritual nurturing now that it's competing with the church they don't have to go into the building anymore Mm. they can get it through social media uh through conventional media i mean it it, it's just when we when we embrace faith faith became central to our identity and to our our world and we organize our life around the centrality of our faith nowadays Young people are trying to figure out how do I fit faith into my
0: lifestyle. Yeah, That's a totally John, of you you know a lot of people who are very successful financially. Yes, and I have found in talking to them, there's very often a missing component or another component. The missing component, people say, or oh, so I have accumulated wealth, but is that all there is? There's something that there's a void in their lives, and others are saying I accumulated wealth. I'm going to use that wealth as you. Over the years, have done
2: spend it before you yeah. leave. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, but, but they're saying, "Let me try to integrate that wealth into, you know, spiritual wealth as well. Let me do something, you know, to, for humani- humanity. Few humanity. I think people are searching for more meaning in life. You're not getting they're not getting it just by having a good portfolio. There
2: need there needs to be more meaning in life mm. than, you know, you take care of your family, you take care. Uh, uh, of your, yourself and, and spiritual needs. Uh, but yeah. uh, when you start getting up there in age, in 70, 80, 90, you need... He's not looking at us, Rita. I know, he's at He's looking at Kevin. I will tell you, <laughs> no, he's I looking know. at the when I was <laughs> When I was in Cuba, I noticed that with uh, Fidel Castro. Now, he was a killer. He was a, you know, he killed many, many people. But as the age went to 80 and 85, I think he felt that he has to be a little more spiritual.
3: Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah he, reflecting.
1: yeah, he started reflecting on what's important. I don't know if you remember, Rabbi, we had Ernie Onassis on our sure. program, sure. and um, he is a member of the Greek Orthodox Church as well, like, like John. But he, 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 taught, he taught, talked to us about more, better, and, and distinction. Do you remember that? He said, we want more, when we get more, we want better. Mm -hmm. And when we get better, we want distinction. But it's all based upon external validation. We don't arrive until we look for internal purpose and meaning like John just said. And that's what religion is supposed to give us, a sense of higher purpose, that we're part of something much greater than ourselves. There is a connection between us. It begins with the life and dignity of the human person, but then spreads to the common good and the human family. And, and that's that's implanted in us
0: yeah when you look at all the great causes in the world whether you know the civil rights movement and all the other cause of helping the poor they're rooted in religion many of the people uh, who participated yes were, were people of faith yeah so faith they has get contributed it. they get it they get it uh, but we, Rabbi,
1: you just said something so important uh, we were talking about this the other day when we were talking about the civil rights movement every social movement needs a spiritual foundation right, right. because when our humanity runs out, we're in trouble. Only a spiritual foundation protects the voice of conscience within the soul of any movement because you know we're tempted by so many forces to take us away from the values given to us by that spiritual foundation. So that's very, very important, Rabbi. You know, humanity can run out, and we're in trouble if we are not rooted spiritually.
0: You know, religion gives us a moral code. It says to us, thou shalt, thou shalt not. There's right and there's wrong. And what I find very often is when... Person says, "Well, I'm a humanist. Who defines what's right and wrong? Right. It's churches, the individual not the not God. And our churches, the... our
2: synagogues, a place to to laugh, a place to smile, and a place to cry.
3: Yeah.
0: All
2: right.
3: Well said. Yep. Yep. Well Listen, said. Absolutely. And finding the right people, good role models too, like John. John,
0: let me say to you, and I know uh, Rev agrees. Uh, thank you. Thank you for for giving us a place on uh, WABC." where we can talk about our respective faiths, have differences, and recognize we still belong to the same uh, creator.
2: And thank Uh, you for everything you do. And uh, WABC has tripled the audience since the time we have started. uh, We
0: take credit for that. That, that, And and you've
2: done a great (laughs) job. And you've done a great job. And thank you for saving our soul.
0: All right. And we're not through yet. There's a lot more to do.
3: (laughs) It's a powerhouse lineup on Sunday. (laughs)
0: Rita Cosby, John Katsimatidis, uh, an honor to be with you. Thank you. And
3: stay,
1: stay tuned for more of The Rev and the Rabbi right here on 77 WABC.